Greetings, very traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Arkanir, and as you can see, we don't have cameras this week because I just woke up and I thought, you know, this, this is going to be probably, possibly, if you don't derail into oblivion, a shorter episode, so we wanted to relax and present a nice show. I am joined by, I think, unless he's going to turn off his smoke detector, uh, Lotus oh, himself. Fantastic, I made it back in time. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Lotus? I'm tearing this thing apart right now, but I'm, oh. I'm doing well. Okay, well, all right. That's that's a different start to the show, but acceptable, yeah, was, I suppose. Uh, really, we had the pre-show for a half an hour. We get things settled, and the second we mute so that we can play music, my smoke detector starts telling me that it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if if we had a proper intro, this wouldn't have been a good show. So <laughs> that's th- well, thank you, thank you for for doing that. <laughs> I do my best. Oh. Well. And we are also joined by Promethean. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So ironically, I actually almost set off my smoke detector yesterday. What <laughs> are <And> you? <laughs> well, I was cooking food and I had accidentally let stuff drip to the bottom of the oven and then preheated the oven and started burning. <laughs> so I almost set off my smoke detector. So I'm glad yours is working because I don't know if mine is. <laughs> well, you, it's, it's, a, it's a good idea to check that. Yeah, I I don't think I ever had a smoke detector thing, so I I'm not sure how they work actually. But oh, what really? do they even what do uh-huh. they do when when it goes off? What what do they do, do, does it just warn you or I don't know it call makes, the fire department on its own? So the s- smoke will trigger it and it makes like this ear piercing sound <laughs> oh, that you can't sleep so through. Bad. It's right. really horrible. <laughs> um, the only time that it's an issue though, like well, unless your house is on fire, I guess, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like in my situation when the battery's dying yeah. it starts making this like kind of dying chirp sound <laughs> right and yep. i was going to try to just ignore it but we the ones we have here they they beep and then says battery low every <laughs> single time and i'm like nope that's not going to go well oh. <laughs> so yeah. yeah that was uh, that, that, that would have been difficult wall. to edit out yeah <laughs> so i was like all right we're going to just try to do this real fast <laughs> i don't know what would happen with uh. mine cuz i'm in an apartment building so i don't know if it would trigger all of them or just mine or i don't know so that's not something i want to test but <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> who knows yes actually I, that'd be pretty good if they made that nern root sound ishabu oh then i would trigger it all the time quick and then you <laughs> start searching the garden i mean i i love the nern root sound like if i if i could get a plant in real life that actually glowed and made <laughs> that sound non-stop at you <laughs> yeah i would put it i would put it in my room i love it i would go insane <laughs> no <laughs> it's a it's it's like a meditational sound. I, it's, if you know I, I what I mean. I forget where it was brought up. Do you think the more of them you have jammed in one place, the louder they get? So like, yes. if you huh. were just walking around with all of your alchemical ingredients, you're just deafening towns because you have <laughs> oh, yeah. like a thousand of them. I I I think so. But uh, do they still make that sound when you pluck them? That's the question. No, they do. Well, I don't know. Oh, that's I a mean, good if point. They, they, they just do, instantly die. <laughs> they do stop. So, like, 
But I'm wondering if that they stop because like they can't just have you walking around humming through games <laughs> or if they just actually stop. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I never thought How did we get here? Yeah, well, hey, see? <sighs> just derailed. just what you said. We <laughs> Maybe we can do an hour long podcast and not derail immediately. Derail. <laughs> <laughs> We were derailed yeah. before I even got on mic because of <laughs> stupid smoke detector. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the name of the show. <laughs> Tales of derailing mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. is what's gonna be from now on. Yep, the new derail More set accurate, coming out yeah. at the end of the year. Did anybody get the derail counter going yet? <laughs> oh, actually, actually, you know, oh, I, yeah, I'll, see, I'll, I'll, I'll make that into games. a command. Yeah, I'll make that into a command. Every time we start talking about something not Tamrielic or you know podcast related, we are just gonna put a exclamation mark derail and derail. see <laughs> see and how much we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we start the show, I'm not counting this as. The show, by the way, uh, <laughs> this is just this is just an extra segment. Uh, we gotta give a shout out to our Patreon and Twitch supporters. Thank you all so very much. Although again, I don't have the names because Agelos is not here, and he has access to those lists. But thank you all so very much for your support. When that allows, you know, Agelos to basically fund the infrastructure of the show rss feeds uh servers all the things like that uh hosting costs so thank you all so very much also chat room thank you all for being here we actually have a very active chat room today and that makes me happy although i see that isha made us derail into norm root stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah she she uh, that's not surprising that's fine and it I, is, I second the possible name change of derails yeah. of Tamriel. Derails, I, I like that. That's, that's pretty like good. It. I like that. Actually, that could be. You know, I'm. I've been recording our pre-shows and post-shows, and oh, that could be what that's... those are called. Derails yeah, of Tamriel See? as the behind-the-scenes. Yeah. My, yeah. That. Yep. bat swings in and immediately <laughs> gives us a new title. <laughs> no. Perfect. Uh no, Guarut, no casual <laughs> ranger. Guarut, nope. Uh, I mean, obviously we don't have cameras, so I can't show you my facial expression of utter disappointment. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> utter disappointment. Do guars actually make noise? Like I'm genuinely curious. Like I don't actually know. Do they make noises? It's kind of that honking bark sound. <laughs> yeah, I always assume they do some. I don't know, weird like stuck between hissing and a roar kind of i don't know I, <laughs> next time, I was gonna say next time we group up when when i when you do that like speed up thing to sprint yeah. and i smack the back of the guard it does this like <laughs> air escaping honk sound and i just assume <laughs> that's how they communicate as well the hissing roar and the honking bark <laughs> actually those have to be perfect descriptions of a sound <laughs> oh Uh, my god okay so james says it's a little roar but since it's it's little apparently yeah (laughs) i have no idea yeah i i I avoid guars religiously so i i don't get to hear them by the way i i'm not sure if you've checked twitter but they were asking for best character names you're famous Uh, ark with lots of happened again next to you (laughs) what happened it was um (laughs) 
Guar saves insurance or something to that effect uh, in relation to Geico. Or it was like a pun on Geico. <laughs> I'll find it really quick. Don't worry. Oh, okay. So I, I see this. Benevolent, actually, got retweeted really? by Elder Scrolls Online. And share your favorite character names with us. And, of course, Lotus, you had to do this. <laughs> you know, that you is know my that. masterwork. Oh, I will man. have you know. I, I just want to put, like... <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you've done this. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, of which, there's Benevolent right now. Hello, oh, hello, welcome. welcome. We actually have Hello's Casual chat. Ranger as well. Casual Ranger yes, and casual Benevolent both. They are well. both very, very amazing members of the ESO fam. So you <laughs> people should definitely go check them out. That said, shall we start with the news? Yeah, I suppose we uh, should actually get that. into a podcast <laughs> part of the show. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, first of all, we have we actually have little Elder Scrolls Online related news, but we do have some overall Elder Scrolls related news from Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Blades. Now uh, they released for Elder Scrolls Blades a frequently asked questions, which involves. Um, uh, information on closed beta, early access, and things like that. So this is a short list, which I'm going to start reading through, actually. And then the rest of the news, uh, Promethean and Lotus will handle. So what is The Elder Scrolls Blades? The Elder Scrolls Blades is a classic dungeon crawler reimagined. Create and customize your character, accept quests from your townspeople, rebuild your city, and unravel clues to an ancient mystery, or venture into the abyss to see how far you can go in an endless dungeon. Uh, I mean, they make it sound very detailed, and that excites me, but at the same time, I'm curious whether if my phone, like how much my phone will be able to handle this. Well, There's a is, list of I mean, devices as well. It starts on here. phones, but it's coming elsewhere afterwards because it's all cross-play oh. eventually and stuff like that. Oh, well, yeah, you're correct. I forgot so about I, that. Yeah, because I don't think my phone... I mean, I have an iPhone 8 or whatever. I'm sure it will be like, oh, yeah, you have 42 seconds worth of gameplay before the battery is dead and your <laughs> phone is 9,000 <laughs> degrees. Like, So I assume I'll be needing to do what little I can, most likely have to wait and play it when it comes to either console or I'll play it on my PC. Yeah, bad battery issues make sense. Or live plugged yeah. into a uh, power bank. That's, oh, yeah, that's true. Just constantly have it plugged in. Yep. Yeah. Or data, too. I would assume this is probably going to be a data I mean, launcher. Huh. I mean, I think most of this stuff will pre-download on your phone, though. Like, three, two, three gigabytes of download. And uh, it won't be sucking up your data constantly, unless you are playing multiplayer combat, I suppose. But which I don't is the least interesting part of it to me. Yeah, actually. yeah. <laughs> I could care I less actually, about that. Yeah. I actually want to challenge Jelos like during the day, all the time, just randomly keep challenging him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Uh, yeah, I suppose we'll see. Right, what mm. is the story of the Elishkos Blades? The Blades. The Empire's top agents are forced into exile. On the run, you return to your hometown to find it destroyed. That is so original. <laughs> I was just... So basically every other Elder Scrolls game ever. <laughs> because when are the Blades not in exile? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or well, just outright dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, important one. Is the closed beta the same as early access? The closed beta is not the same as early access. The early access is, ha is still happening. You can find more information in the early access section below. In the is the closed beta under NDA? Yes, it will be under NDA. That means even if we get it, we won't be able to talk about it on the podcast. Unfortunately, I was looking forward to that. If you are chosen to participate in the closed beta, you may not post screenshots or videos, stream any part of the game, or discuss the game online or otherwise. See, we can't even discuss behind discuss it behind the scenes, guys. The the I, old father Bethesda is watching. Well, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was gonna say that, like, as much as I enjoy the things Bethesda makes, and generally still uh, like a lot of the things Bethesda does. Bethesda does. Um, don't screw with Bethesda's legal team. They apparently have too much free time on hands. So <laughs> don't don't do that. Like actually pay attention to the NDA if you're gonna do this. Like that is yeah. actually like yep. a legally binding thing that you're signing into. Or just don't, just wait. Like yeah. e either of those options is fine. <laughs> <laughs> what platforms can I play the closed beta on? The closed beta will be iOS only. Early access will be iOS and Android, and we are excited to open early access for Android players and everyone not selected to participate in the closed beta this spring. So it's only like a couple months from now. Yeah, but it, that's such a delay. Oh, my, I was just wow. Wait, I mean, when I was this supposed? Because, to... It was supposed to release quarter four of. Like oh. 2018. Well, to be honest, better I mean, delay I, than yeah, another I Fallout agree. 76. <laughs> I also agree because I am really looking forward to this because it can waste my time in classes that I don't pay attention to anyways. See, so. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, finish the game. Take as much time yes. as you need. Developers out there, please. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the developers. It's, the, it's whoever is making them release early. Right, yeah. Early on, so... Will the closed beta be the full game? It will be the full game. Participants will be able to play as much as of the game as they like. When is the early access? Is target for stream spring? Um, will I get to play early access as soon as it's available? We will grant people early access on a rolling basis. Keep an eye on for email invite. Okay, so it's gonna be in waves. Will early access be available on iOS, Android? Yes. Will early access be the full game? Yes. So many of these questions... Who are asking these back-to-back? -back? <laughs> rearrange the words and have the exact same thing a hundred times. Will early access be under NDA? It won't be. So it's a different answer now. Um, so we'll be able to discuss early access. Will early access progress and purchases carry over? All progress and purchases made during early access will carry over into the final game. Can I still sign up for early access? Yes, at playblades.com. What devices will early access support? Okay, so there's a list here. iPhone 6S or newer, iPad Pro, Samsung S8 or newer. See, I have a Samsung S7, so oh. rip. Um, <laughs> you can't get the I have an 8 but we can't even get the closed beta yep. yeah uh, <laughs> Galaxy totally Note like... 8 and newer Google Pixel 2 2x large 3 3x large OnePlus 5 the list goes on uh, but yeah you basically 
take a reference from iPhone 6s or Samsung S8 and go from there because I don't know most of these uh, phones here. Xiaomi. Yeah. Oh, there's Razer phone, obviously. It would be surprising if it wasn't. Razer. I wonder how that did do. The Razer gaming phone. I wonder if they reached the... Um, the only Razer I know is those like old flip flip phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they made but... actually a very slick looking um, gaming phone, which goes up to, if I remember correctly, 120 frames per second screen for whatever reason. Wow. With a four, that's crazy. Yeah, and it has my main thing about it is, if I remember correctly, it has four to five k battery. What I don't remember the. the real question the is, can it send a text or is that out of its range? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good at gaming that yes. the texting function is completely broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my main argument about buying it was buy it for the ba- battery and never game on it so it lasts for a few days it's a permanently lasting phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay let's not talk about the phones uh, my bad my bad fair enough yeah we are gonna continue with the news uh, so skyrim together news with a sad face on it which i do not know yeah. why because i don't know these news but yeah, so that, all right. So from this is not going to be super in depth. You can look up, you know, the fine details on all of this um online. There's there's more unfolding um as as more information comes out on the topic. I haven't played too much of it um like anything like that, but I have kind of followed it because it seems like a very cool mod and it was getting a lot of traction. People were very excited about it. Um Few of the issues that have sprung up is it recently had its closed beta, which then <laughs> then was taken down because right. it was um, encountering uh, some pretty severe issues was what I was seeing. Uh, again, it's a beta, so I mean, I guess it is what it is, and this is a beta of a mod more so. Yeah. And if Fallout 76 taught us anything, it is hard to turn these games into a multiplayer game yeah. when they are not designed to be a multiplayer game. So I, I like get it to an extent. And, you know, I don't program, so I can't imagine how hard that would be. But I did hear that that wasn't going too well. And then the the reason that I have the sad face in the notes is it may be becoming a legal reason that this might unfortunately meet its demise if things don't get like balanced out because the group that is making the mod did not uh, remove all of the Skyrim script extender parts that they were using from the mod. And I guess the group who made Skyrim script extender, I don't actually have the names of these groups handy. Again, you can just look up the group that made Skyrim script extender as well as um, the current group of people modding for Skyrim together. They seem to have kind of an at-odds relationship because of previous situations of people taking code that wasn't their code and then putting it into their mod, which is kind of a mod faux pas from what I've been told. I'm not a modder, but yeah, that's supposedly a a kind of a no-no. You don't do that unless you directly credit the people. And I guess there was some issues with not crediting people properly and stuff like that. Um, And then the final bit that could become even more so of a legal problem than even that 
which has its own issues, is the fact that um, their Patreon has made a lot of money uh, for this closed beta. And they're not... How can I word this? So they're not charging for the mod because that's right. kind of... that. That's like a no-no if you look at the... Um, the rules like it in the um, ability to mod the game, you can't really charge it outside of Bethesda allowing it through their creation club or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. they can give you permissions, but you can't just take Bethesda's work, change it using their code and be like, okay, now I'm going to sell this. Like that's not really how that works. Well, they're making a, a lot of money with this mod because it's so popular. However, they can't really do that because they're technically selling the mod, but their way of bypassing that from my understanding is you're donating to help them provide a closed beta. And once the mod is done, then it's free. So they're, they're kind of ice skating along what's legal and not legal. My understanding. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. Aren't all modes the same? I mean, if you go into Nexus modes, no one is selling their mod. Everyone has a Patreon or a PayPal that you can donate right. to. They were donation-based, and up until now, that was fine. Bethesda did sure. nothing. So, so, and that's what I think the thing is, though. To run the closed beta, you're basically paying to play it currently, even though mm. they'll remove it later. And that's my understanding of why it's kind of illegal, like, okay, is Bethesda going to get involved with this? Because right now the mod is actually not free because there is no way to play it in early access. Like, you can't play this mod right now unless you give them money. They will remove that later. So it's intended to not be a paid mod later, but currently, in its broken state, it is a paid mod, as weird as that sounds. So yeah, basically, I mean, you're is... paying to play it before it's done. Yeah, this is this is end up going to be resolved by just... Like, someone will look at the exact definition yes. of paying for something. Right. And it will either go through on a technicality or fall through on a technicality. Uh, on a technicality, I yeah, agree it's, completely. Yeah. Yep. Because you are technically still not paying for the game. You are supporting the ga- developers. Right. And right. they are giving yeah. you access f- f- as a thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, that's what I mean. So, like, that's, that's, the, the, like, that's the information that I got. I mean, like I said, it's still kind of unfolding. I'm sure there'll be more information on it. But I figured it was worth a note because I know a lot of people are very excited about this. And it looked really promising. So it's a shame that this seems like it has the potential to kind of just fall apart or, you know, hopefully done. Nope, you got cut off there for a bit. Yeah, sorry, my my screensaver popped up in the middle of the screen. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. Um, Yeah, so, you know, it is a popular mod, hence it's generating so much, which you get larger amounts of money, you're going to draw more attention as well. So I think that's kind of why this might be getting more attention than somebody mm-hmm. who made ten dollars on a mod when you're making like thirty thousand or whatever. Okay, that's a lot more Is money that trans- much? changing hit yes. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I, oh I, boy, if from oh. what I've been seeing is their Patreon is getting like crazy numbers. That's what um, the article said that I was looking at. 
Yeah, see, I thought they were using like I was under the assumption that that money was being used to maybe like help them make the mod. I, I honestly don't know what that again, entails. It very well could be like that's the thing. There's so many unknowns right. with it. it. It's it's very hard to tell. Like, because yeah. I kind of don't get the. F- I, I mean, again, I don't know these people or whatever, but f- from this being so ambitious, it struck yeah. me more that this is more of a you know, a passion project. Okay. That's fine. If you want to make money off it, but it didn't strike me as like, aha, let's get all their money and run. Like that wasn't the vibe I was getting Mm -hmm. from this thing's creation along the way. Yeah. Or even the article that I was reading, it like, didn't seem like they intended to steal the script. Like after they couldn't make contact with them, they're like, Oh, we removed it, but maybe some stuff got left in and we're really sorry about that. But they still weren't accepting that apology. And I was like, "Mm, right. So very weird. Yes, I agree. And supposedly that's from a previous situation. I right. Heard. So it's like, again, though, like they did seem like they were at least trying to rectify that situation. Yeah. As well. I so, mean, I, I hope it all gets something good and actually mm-hmm. comes together in the end because it's definitely a really promising concept. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hope they figure it all out and Bethesda doesn't swoop in with banhammers <laughs> and lawsuits yeah. <laughs> right come on Bethesda just this one's this let, one's let it play out let, let it play out let stay out happen. of the way let's see how let it us, goes yeah. let us have our multiplayer mod don't kill right. it you know you, you're a you're a multi-billion corporation you don't need thirty thousand dollars from some patreon Plus, to be fair, <laughs> it'll probably cause you to sell even more copies of Skyrim. Because oh, yeah, uh, that too. Few people left on the planet who don't own the game. Right. <laughs> so, come on. Okay. Um, and actually, this I added into uh, the very bottom of the notes, and just because we're in the legal thing, I figured just uh, this is quick. It was kind of brought up in chat, and I actually forgot to put it in the notes originally. Um, we had... I can't even remember if I was on the show when this originally got brought up. Um, for anybody, have you guys heard of Redfall? Um, uh, is that I can't so remember. Bethesda is that copyrighted? Mod? No, Bethesda. No. Oh, yes. Took out the copyright on the title Redfall. Yes, yes. And there was a lot of speculation that oh boy, that that's got to be the next Elder Scrolls game. Right. Like they've got like, ah. the name. Yep. Um, that's right. Which. Yeah, which again, if it's going to be in the Red Guard region, is it the fall of the Red Guards? Is, is it, it Hammerfell? the Hammerfell region with the right. Red Guard? Like, yeah. Okay, so that's the quick background on it. Uh, so Bethesda's getting sued for oh, for not course. doing due diligence in researching a trademark on a property that already exists, apparently. Uh, Redfall is... A- a science f- fiction novel that was written and published. <laughs> oh. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and the guy is like, um, this is mine, and <laughs> what are you doing? Alright, so hold so on. This he is-, is suing them. Um again, that's by my understanding, I think it is actually going to court. Um but it, <sighs> this is another situation that's kind of unfolding from some of the articles I read, which I would suggest, you know, if you're interested in this topic, look it up for yourself. There's plenty of information on it, and I don't want to get anything incorrect. But I actually believe the guy reached out to Bethesda and 
was willing to make some type of agreement hmm. and there just wasn't much communication. And I think his response related to like, okay, well then I'm calling dibs on this if we're not going to find an agreement because it was mine first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to say that Bethesda kind of definitely screwed up because I Googled it and it took me just, all I had to do was hit like the next button and I see the book. Yes. Like on page two. <laughs> I know. I've done that too. On a and, Google search. So, and I actually, as a result of that, I looked up what the, what the deal is with like, co- like copywriting something that's also like copyrighted. Right. And apparently you can do so if it is like abstract enough that you need to go searching for the thing. Mm hmm. This is not abstract. You can literally like yeah. read the yeah. entire. I mean, there's a, there is also, but here's like, the thing: boom. if they are in different um, different uh, industries or whatever, like if if one Redfall is say like, a restaurant and your sure, Redfall is yeah, a game, you should yep. be able to do it. Yeah, However, right. between a science fiction book and a video game, I'm not sure where the line. Is. Yeah, because that's starting to get close, especially when you've got things like, oh, there's some Elder Scrolls novels and stuff. It's like, well, what if we write a book about this? Then how yeah. close are we? You know what I mean? There's, I, again, this is one of those situations I'll be very curious to see. Also, um, here's the thing. I I don't think Bethesda would not realize there's a book called Redfall before copywriting it, but more like... I really want to use this name. I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> We're just going to take it. Also, yeah, yeah, this could be. <laughs> I mean, yes. Think about it. Because I, I, I think the book, from what I'm understanding, the book's popularity is spiking as a result of every. <laughs> wow. What I was reading is the guy's like, look, I'm not even. from. This is like just some of the stuff I had read, was that the guy doesn't seem super hostile about it. Was like, oh, okay, this is great. Like, I'm getting a bunch of you know notoriety yeah. for this <laughs> but at the same time he you know this is his work too so i think mm-hmm. he'd like to some acknowledgement and not just get buried by this mega yep. game that will probably just right. take over the gaming world when it launches <laughs> i mean here's the thing the lawsuit could just be a means to that end actually i mean if he do, if he does nothing the if the author does nothing he will just be completely ignored and from this point on whenever someone types redfall it will just be the Elder Scrolls Redfall or yeah. whatever. But if right. he goes through with this lawsuit, and even if he just drops it halfway or doesn't win it, there will be news, things like that, discussions, so that's publicity. So, I guess, yeah, I mean... What is up with better than lawsuits anyway? They I, are like I know, magnets. They, whether it's them <laughs> being sued or them... I feel like that, as Casual Ranger put in chat earlier, Bethesda legal team OP. <laughs> like they, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> they're like yeah. working eight days a week. <laughs> <laughs> but according to the author of the book, they're not because they couldn't return his phone calls. Well, so. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so that, yeah, that is noted. That, that was one of the I was concerned, uh, trying to remember if I had that correct. Yeah. Was that, yeah, he literally just couldn't get them to have any no. type of response. Uh, so like, I pulled no. up the, the articles on it to see, like, because before this, they would have announced this or it would have been found out that they copyrighted it, I would have assumed it would be easy to find the book. Which, hence, going to page two, I would assume it would have been. But it says that his lawyers reached out and they just wouldn't answer. <laughs> yes, that's okay. Then I did have that correct. 
Oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I guess they are not working. One of those there, things, yeah. unfortunately, we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Yep. Hopefully, both parties involved get something less horrible, horrible out of this. <laughs> it yeah. actually yeah. ends somewhat amicably. Yeah. We'll see. Also, uh, <laughs> shout out to Elder Scrolls lore cast in the chat. They are one of the newest members yes, of yes. the Elder Scrolls Online yeah. podcast family. Yeah. Um, so there you go. They also have a Fallout lore. They That's do. lore cast as well. Both yeah. are Fallout fantastic. Lore cast, yeah. So go ahead and check them out. And all right, do we. Oh, and Sinister Souls for for something yep, while month. we're recording. Thank you so much. Oh man, thank you all so very much. Chat room today has been has been amazing. And oh, there yeah. you go. My brain just paused. <laughs> I love when that happens. Don't you love it when that happens? It's just all the ideas. Awkward gone. silence at a podcast. That's the, excellent. Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing helps a podcast flow like an uncomfortable uh, <laughs> right in the middle. Um, okay. Shall we move on then to the yeah. Twitter poll results? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> saved. <laughs> I, I, uh, as most of you have probably seen. Uh, we've been running some polls just for fun on the Elder Scrolls Twitter, just to kind of chat with you guys a little more and get some votes on some just Definitely random just ideas for I may have. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, what do you call it? Uh, let's see. We have from, I forgot to mention it last time, so I'm just going to do the last two. I'm planning on trying to run one of these once a week, just for, you know, varying things, see how people overall take because so far i've already been surprised at some of the results of these things it's one of those <laughs> anecdotal things to the overall grand scheme of things always seems interesting when you have the full data on something very specifically back the one i always note is the crown crate thing with a very very loud group saying we don't want crown crates and then oh, they ran yeah. that poll and it was overwhelming that people wanted them and i'm like that doesn't add up at all <laughs> and, <laughs> and amazingly enough, once they got launched, they make a zillion dollars on them. And we're like, oh, nope, that was totally what people wanted. Touche. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So our poll last week was, um, which alliance do you uh, does your main character claim allegiance to? And although I'm not a fan of how close it was, the MNR <laughs> Pact came in first place with 41%, which is correct, although it's well, lower course. than it should be. <laughs> um <laughs> Acceptably in second place is the Daggerfall Covenant with 30% of the vote. And then in last place, I'm sorry that that hurts you, Ark, uh, is the Elmeri Dominion with 29%. Irritated grumble. I was actually... We, we had mentioned that we were surprised because there's so many AD in Cyrodiil and stuff. It's, it's quite surprising that that was not more in favor, at least I thought it would be, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, Daggerfall always seems like they're the ones that are largely left behind, which is too bad. Because <laughs> um, I like them quite a bit. But um, yeah, so that was that was an interesting little poll. And um, let's see, what is this week's? Uh, it's pretty bad that I can't remember the beginning of the week. Oh, yes. A quick thing that we had discussed was they changed the requirements 
for getting dungeon skins with oh, yeah. the new dungeons. Yes. Um, where now, if you beat the dungeon on veteran mode, you're the skin. Whereas previously, you needed to do various challenges, usually them being uh, no death, speed run, hard mode, on veteran. Yep. And that was how you would skin. Um, so, <laughs> with 74% of the vote, everybody likes it better that you can just get them by beating veteran, and only 26% of the vote liked it better the old way with the challenges. I am one of uh, 26% in there. I am as well, actually. Yeah, yeah I think I fall, fall there too. I like things like I like things to be difficultly achieved. I mean, what's the point of having that skin if everybody has that skin? I mean, yes. And now, granted, that Meridian skin, awesome looking. Yeah. I oh yeah. Like I mean, use the cosmetics guy, but that that is really that that I, looks. Sick. I am makes excited. My, it's not locked. It makes my naked red guard dance even so much more better. <laughs> <laughs> now I shine as well while doing that. <laughs> I am excited to get. I just ironically part of my tales is that I unlocked the the spider kiss skin, and I absolutely hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> waste of my time. Let me tell you, it is a hideous skin on my character, on all of them actually. But I'm excited to be able to get another skin that I actually like and not have it be locked behind those. But I do enjoy the challenge of trying to run the dungeons and get no deaths and hard modes and all of that. Yeah. So, uh, and and that's just it. I uh, I don't know. If they I, had I done, if they had gave something else for all the achievement completions. Then okay, yeah. but okay, now what yeah. is my incentive for putting myself through hell <laughs> to get speedrun, hard mode, no death, veteran completion? Why why would I do it now? What what do I have to show for it once I basically turn into a masochist and suffer through <laughs> endless hours of the DLC dungeon while right. Mike Finnegan laughs through the heavens or hell wherever <laughs> yeah. he may be and haunts you in your dreams. Now, right. what, <laughs> exactly. what do I have to show for this? So, I don't know. Like, I liked the idea because originally, if people remember, you would get a title for beating an on. Yep, and then mm -hmm. you would get the skin for doing all the sadistic challenges. But people like yeah. cosmetic stuff, so I understand like wanting to make it slightly more accessible. But I, I, I also kind of like um, you know really well. I, I, I guess I'm not a great gauge for this since I don't go to collect them. I like to just get the achievements. So surprise, I'm going to do these anyways because I don't <laughs> care about getting <laughs> the skin so much as getting right. 50 achievement points for each one of the challenges. But um, it was kind of almost like a badge of honor. It's the difference between getting skinned in. So I have the skin for, um, oh God, uh, Halls of Fabrication mm -hmm. and uh, the Maw of Lorcage. Right. Both of those require you to beat it on vet, not vet hard mode, which I have not completed either of those on vet hard <laughs> The new two dungeons, you need to do the hard mode version of them to get skinned i've beaten them both on vet but no skin because of the hard mode i right. like the idea that people have to work a little harder for those although you know again it's very very rare that people have those because those challenges are rough yeah. like to say the least 
Um, But I I don't know. I like giving people the challenge, but I do understand why people do want something attainable. So I I don't know. Yeah, that's why, I mean, make it tier-based rewards. Like, if you complete veteran, Mm -hmm. just veteran, okay, you get the skin. And if you complete veteran hard mode speed, no death speed run thingy, you get... I don't know, something else. Uh, another skin, a mount, a pet. Give something that I can show that I am not a clever man that I threw myself in a dungeon for 50 hours straight. I want to be right. able to show that. Also, I mean, Casual Ranger said unpopular opinion, but it's the it's otherwise. It's the popular opinion. Yes, that, yeah, we it are the unpopular popular. opinion right now. But... He yeah. is correct. The large majority of people are that is true. Ca- like casual to an extent. Like they play the game mm-hmm. for fun. Not that we don't play the game for fun, but you know what I mean. Like they don't sadistically look for reasons to do things that make them scream. Like <laughs> they don't want to be throwing their controllers at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not a right. feeling they're going for. <laughs> yes. So and and I do understand that. So yeah. I, I like I, I definitely see both sides of it. The only thing I wish they would change, and I, look, if we're going to do that, I, you know, whatever they they've got talking about polls, they get the analytics to this, so they oh yeah they know oh, yeah. what yeah. they're looking at better than our speculations. What I wish they would do if they want to tone it back a little bit, okay, fine, maybe the the no, de- I'm not gonna lie, no deaths annoy me because yeah. it's it's not a no death on on me, it's a no death on the team, and not to mm-hmm. be totally selfish but look if i made it through the whole dungeon alive how about i get the thing (laughs) like sometimes i have like my city of ash 2 veteran story um is the only death we had on one of our best runs was um one of our people wanted to take the faster route so he jumped out of a tree and he died on impact yeah (laughs) Uh, and that's the reason we didn't get the no death except he dc'd before the dungeon engine ended reloaded in it for some reason registered him as having a fresh run and oh. he got the achievement and none of the rest of us did oh wow so i am forever bitter and i will never I mean, let that go psych you know who you are um, <laughs> <laughs> i can't i cannot be angry at him because i am the dude that dies in stupid ways <laughs> I am, I am, see, if you don't tell me, especially if you don't tell me specifically that we are doing a no death run, I'm mm-hmm. usually, when I'm gaming, I don't pay attention, okay, <laughs> I, right. I use my brain power at work, and when I'm in front of my computer, my, like, my brain level is at negatives. Total so, zone out. Yeah, I zone out, I don't care, I don't pay attention, so I do stupid things a lot. And I die, like, most of the dungeons, I die a couple times in trash pools because I forget to block that one single heavy attack that doesn't right. do any damage if you block, but kills you instantly, <laughs> Yeah, even though it's a trash pool. smashes you in half. Yeah, I just <laughs> fall off a bridge, die, I f- zone out at a boss fight, get smacked, die, so... Yeah, no deaths are difficult for me. I'm not, I have to be at, like on caffeine and ready to actually motivate it to be using an extra extra bit of brain juice to <laughs> to get through it, you know. 
Well, and the, and that's the thing is if we've got to tone it back, and I like I was saying, I get that. How about how about make it so that the skin is at least hard mode? You at least did all yeah. the content. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like okay, well that's still yeah. some of those hard modes are beasts. Hard, mm-hmm. like they yeah. live up to their name. Like, yeah, the scale color peak one goes from. Oh god, I still haven't got that. What in the name of God is happening? <laughs> It and says, it, here's every mechanic from the dungeon. Yeah, it's like yeah. all, all at yeah. the same the time. Of, yeah, in the size of my living room. Exactly. <laughs> like, so it's like, I'm like, awesome. And then you don't need to worry about these chains. Like, okay, you beat it as hard as it is. Fine, you didn't have a team that wanted to go through completely flawlessly or to do it in 15 minutes or whatever. Right. Okay, then you at least did right. it as hard difficulty mm-hmm. as possible. I'd yeah. be more okay with that. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think that a speed run or a no death is necessarily more difficult than hard mode. Because, like, it's more yes. focus it, is yeah. all it requires. Yeah. And more, like, you have to be more careful. Yes, and the speed runs, unfortunately, are... I mean... If you don't try to do it was it's tricky when you're trying to do them all at once, like speed run, no death, and hard yeah. mode oh, yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Because if you're not, I mean you can you can just run through, get as yeah. many trash pulls as possible, intentionally die at the door so they all yeah, reset. Yeah. <laughs> and then just be like, all right, we're through the door. That was nine areas cleared in forty two seconds. It's like, I mean <laughs> they did fix that with like I think Fang Layer and Scale. Yeah, they, I think the new ones yes. you have to do it says all encounters now. Yes. So yep. they just fixed that, but still, I mean, but even it's, that, it's not bad. Exactly. Um, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, so those were our Twitter polls. I'll uh, post up a new one at the start of the week and uh, come up with something else we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we are, actually, now that you mentioned Twitter, um, I recommend go ahead and follow our Twitter because I'm planning some giveaways in the upcoming weeks through our Twitter that will be mostly where, mostly where it will be, uh, including a base game and Morrowind Digital Collector's Edition of Elder Scrolls Online. Hopefully some other things, maybe Crown Store stuff. Uh, not the Crown Pack, but gifts from Crown Store, because I have a lot of crowns banked up at the moment. That will be for PC, though. Um, but yeah, go ahead and follow our Twitter at uh, Tales of Tomriel. Actually, it should be where what it is. Yep, nice and yep. easy. Tales of Tomriel. Yeah, um, and stay tuned for for some giveaways there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I'm actually going to skip the other two. Oh, okay. Part Do we of want to news. mention them in like two seconds? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, let's mention yeah. them, and we'll put them in the links below. Yeah. Of- uh, we've got a community guide, which I took a build from that I'm going to be making once Wrathstone releases. And Wrathstone released for PC and Mac on Tuesday, and we'll be here for two weeks for PS4 and Xbox. Yay. <laughs> we Console got. Chud Race. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, at ah. this point, I'm used to it. Like, I don't even, the delay doesn't even phase me. I'm like, oh, it just takes, this is my release yeah. date. Well, I'm I like, always cool. say that thank you for beta testing for me, PC, but this one's not enough. Um, beta test although you guys this one seems no no it is a beta test because you guys are just having more fun this time frost vault is broken at least it was broken oh Oh, fantastic good go back to beta testing then (laughs) the login is what i was waiting for is like oh man it's all gonna explode and then it's gonna be better in class oh no it just went off better than ever damn it (laughs) now they're just having more fun than me oh yeah the loading time was i'm glad i didn't touch my inventory 
the yeah, loading time was to, perfect. Um, yeah. Kudos to the Zoss team on that one for like prepping everybody and whatever they did made they obviously <laughs> made it work. So it's like that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so uh, I suppose it is time for our tales. I'm gonna start first because you two haven't played the nope. Redstone, but I did because yeah, just PC. Rub it in <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to play. The salt vault. It's I was doing good. <laughs> I was doing good until now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I actually played it just a couple days. Uh, I was tanking for a fairly noir, as I generally do now. Uh, that's pretty much when I play, is when I get called to tank for the Drunkenborns, which is Very the entertaining of to watch Eleanor. on stream what I, got to, <laughs> what I got to see. I only got to see some of it before. It dropped for whatever reason, but it was yeah. It's it, the Drunkenborns is a fun bunch. I I love dungeon nearing with them if that's a word. Uh, running dungeons that's actual yeah. We already had a word. I had to make up one anyway. <laughs> so first, uh, first vault has been uh, since PTS has been our favorite. With Ophelia and I, we love Frost Vault. It's so far our favorite dungeon in the game, and at least my favorite dungeon in the game. And um, we thought we would do that first, and we started. Now, First Vault has these uh, trolls. Are they trolls? Yeah, they're trolls from the, like the armored trolls from Roth- uh, Rothgar. Uh, ah, the name Scale Color Peak. There we go. The one those one shot you, but. These ones, they are in the trash pools. So you pull a group of trash, and if you don't block, the troll one-shots you. And as I mentioned earlier, I keep getting one-shot because I am not paying attention. And it's like, for my time, Nika starts streaming at 10.30 and then like the usual getting ready, you know, things like that. By the time we get into the dungeon, it's near midnight. So, by the time we are in the dungeon, I am already sleepy. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. I'm already not working at a like full brain capacity. And then you add sleep to it. And I'm like, I see the animation the troll is doing. And I'm like, ooh, nice. Cool. I'm dead. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this was about the point where I got to watch the stream. Because I believe I <laughs> Did you just die to trash was the inf- inf- thing that I saw. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> and another thing is, like, I'm watching the stream on the side, and every now and then I just go AFK in the middle of the chat to type something in the in the in streams chat. <laughs> so it's like I do a bunch of dumb stuff and I keep dying. And the drunkenborns are very eager on mocking me as to my tanking as you guys are to uh, in mocking me with the Guarhanir and uh, Guarhanir stuff. <laughs> so every time I die at a trash pool like this, it just gives them one more ammunition, one more bullet. <laughs> one more bullet to, in the chamber shoot. to fire a pool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it just adds up, adds up, adds up. And eventually I figure out, okay, I need to pay a little bit more attention. And uh, we get through the first boss is is okay. It's uh, it just jumps around, tramples and throws people in the air, and you have to bash. And if you can't bash, someone dies. We get through that. Now the most fun, 
boss fight for me in these two dungeons is the Dwemer fight, the Dwemer Centaurian, which has a lot of lasers in it. And these lasers, basically, they start from one end of the room and it just goes along a wall, shooting laser towards the opposing wall. And while this happens, the boss uh, curls up into like a uh, dome and it blocks the laser. So you have to stay behind the other side of the boss so you don't get one shot by the laser. Now, at first, this is easy because there's only one laser, but then it starts throwing multiple lasers at you from multiple directions. So you go to the left side of the boss and just one second later, you have to be on the other side of the boss. So it's a lot of screaming and yelling and running around, going the wrong way, just charging headfirst into the laser while fighting a lot of ads that make nothing more easier. And it's like, it's chaotic and it's so much fun. It reminds me of like Resident Evil or some Mission Impossible museum entry scene, something like that. The problem is, this fight was bugged. Every now and then, the lasers just go through the boss and you end up getting one shot. It just, yeah, it, it, the, I guess there's a problem with the collusion or something, I don't know. But it would just ignore the boss's dome and just kill you right through. And it's, it feels like when you realize that's happening, because you see it, it's like you're on the, you're behind the boss and from one end you see the laser ignoring the boss and you know there's nothing you can do at that point. And it just reminds me that in, the Resident Evil movie, the first one, if I remember correctly, they go into this corridor and yes. they get locked up in there and the Red oh. Queen just tr- starts throwing lasers at them and at the final scene, the lasers, like, the dude is ready to uh, dodge the laser but the laser just splits into a full room size thing and he's just like, oh. And he obviously dies. Um... It just feels like that when that bugs out. You know you're going to die. You're like, oh, yep, this is this is a wipe. Let's start over. Uh, so eventually we gave up because it was like 1 a.m. at that point for me too. So uh, we switched to Depths of Malatar. Now, this is also a very fun dungeon. They, the, both of these dungeons involve so much yelling and screaming and running around. <laughs> I oh, love it. It's chaotic. Both of them are very so, chaotic. That's exciting. Uh, Depths of Maltar, we go through most of the bosses. Now, there's one boss fight. Uh, there's an orb in the middle. There's this giant orb. And you have to kill. That's the boss. You have to kill the orb. The problem is, it keeps summoning ads. And I just keep tanking the ads. But, and for some reason, they are not doing too much damage, strangely. There's like 15 ads right around me, shooting arrows, lightning stuff, all kinds of different things, while the rest of the team are killing the orbs, uh, because it also summons other orbs that, I guess, boost damage or whatever. Um, And I'm taking damage from these 15 dudes, and I'm not really losing too much health, but I am at a point I can't move and I can't target anything, because there is always something in the way. Another ad spawns, I need to either range taunt it or chain it 
to me so I can keep them bundled up in a, in a single place while the DPS takes, takes care of the orbs. But I can't relocate because I can't move. Even after I dodge roll, I am still between ads because there's too many. And I can't aim anything because there's always an ad in the way. So that's a fun fight and we complete that. And the next boss after that is is a king that yells, I am infinite and splits into four multiple times. And you end up fighting this 12th of the same dude who is casting fire spells, blizzards, lightning spells, things like that. And Is that the dude he kind of looks like an air atronach except he's like... Metallic. Oh no no no! Uh, no, this is this is before the final boss. This is oh. this is a, this is an A king or something like that. Oh, it's just uh, like a liter- Okay. Yeah, yeah it's 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 just a king. Because I but, I've been generally I'm not blind on them, but I have not looked up much of anything on them. So I I wasn't sure if this was this guy. Okay, so this is literally <laughs> just. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, this is just this is just a, the, the, he looks like King whatever from the main story, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. another I, elf king, um, and he just keeps splitting. And your DPS, you, they attack. They focus on one guy, right? And once its shields are gone, he disappears. So it's a massive DPS race. And as I usually mention, we don't have a problem with too much DPS. And even then, it's absolutely chaotic. There's like so many. And you range taunt that, rage taunt that, you get immobilized, taking so much damage. Even with a healer, it's almost impossible to keep up with unless you destroy them so very, very fast. Which is why I think... Depths of Malatar will be near impossible to do with it without a healer, because this fight also requires you to keep an NPC alive by healing him. Um, so yeah, it's it's a solid healer mechanic. Like that fight is for a heal. You have to have a healer. I That's think. Interesting. Yeah. Now yeah. here's my question: What happens if he dies? Do you wipe? He or? doesn't die. The dude okay. just keeps multiplying even okay, more, so as far just, as I understood. It keeps so you the die fight going to the point of like yeah, yeah. he's got to keep. Okay, so it's it's he's required to be up in order to continue the progression of the fight. Is what you yes. mean? Okay, that's that's, that's what, I what we understood. I yeah. Okay, um, so we were near giving up at one point. Right, we were like, okay, this is not gonna, ha- this is not happening. It's too late now, and. Actually, wait, that day? No, no, no. Wait, yeah, yeah, we were about to give up. We were about to give up. And everyone was like, okay, that's it. We are giving up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start the fight again. I didn't say anything. I didn't say I was going in, but I was focused. Remember how I said I need to be focused to actually achieve something and not do dumb stuff? I was like, you know, I'm not giving up. And I just went in there and I pulled. And obviously, because I pulled, everyone just, I guess, accepted their fate, and we just went into the fight. And I'm playing like crazy. I'm doing everything on time. I'm, I am full on adrenaline and focus at that point. <laughs> That's and the we, spirit. yeah, and we finished that fight perfectly. We 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 nailed it, and we were like, okay, well, I guess, um, I guess this skin this skin work. And we went to the final boss. We couldn't do the final boss that day. Uh, but 
the other day, the tomorrow of that day, we went back in there. We actually nailed the infinite fight again. And we went to final boss. Final boss of Depths of Malatar, even on hard mode, is actually not that difficult. It deals insane damage, though. Oh, my God. Every attack, every attack he does, it's so much damage. So many times I had to heal myself to, like, 10% health, and people keep dying. It's oh, it's insane. It's a very fun fight, though. It's a very oh, fun fight. So, yeah, that was my... Um, my Tales of Frost, uh, not Frost Wall, but Ratstone DLC. So I just have <clears> one <throat> question before we move past your tales. You are on your Nord tank, yes? Yes. How do you like the new feel of the Nordiness? Hmm. I mean, to be honest, I'm. I like it because mm-hmm. without using. Mighty Chudan, I I can still get up to 33, 34k resistances with spiked armor. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I can use my Earth Core and be at maximum resistance. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I like it better. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, Lotus, why don't you go on ahead and tell us what All you... Right. Actually, no. I don't like that last line. Can't believe that. <laughs> What do you mean? You know, like the last... Start with that one before you delete it out of the notes or whatever. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to start with the Quicko Tales of Guaranir before Ark tries to delete him from history, which is a shame. Um, So, as most people know, I just kind of run my main character up until the running joke of Guaranir came in. And now every now and then I've been doing stuff with him. I haven't had as much game time, so I didn't get to progress the soul burst. <laughs> He's becoming Alt Morelos in, in the notes. <laughs> for, for those who can't see our show notes. Um, I haven't been able to do more of the soul burst quest line, which kind of bums me out because I'm really enjoying that, as I had mentioned before. But um, I have... Normally, we always joke that do your Ritz thing. Well, I always do my Ritz on my main character <laughs> just because it takes like five minutes. I, I, if I can't make five minutes a day, it's super rare. I can usually log in just before work while I'm like sipping on like caffeine or something like that. And even if I have zero time, I'll at least grab the Ritz and then do both of them the following day. Well, now I'm actually doing it on two characters. I'm doing it on Guaranir and oh on my, my main God. character. <laughs> So well, I'm glad at least Guaranir is making you some money. He is. His bank account is sitting at like a hundred and seventy right now. I demand royalty. Wow. <laughs> That's thirty percent actually. Uh, so it's kind of interesting because um, you need to be level six in jewelry in order to become a jewelry crafter for for Ritz, which I did not kind of oh, realize I, I guess that. yeah i never yeah, realized that either it, it doesn't pop as quick as the other ones i know i can only do five of these <laughs> um and i looked it up and apparently you you need to hit a threshold and i was like yeah okay so it is the same for all so oh. the others just level up quicker maybe because jewelry is a little well, probably probably you never realized because at yeah it's, the others yeah, it's, just you deconstruct you a couple stuff and it's level six. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, 
So it took a little while, but now he can do that as well. But the um, this kind of combos into the next thing. So I decided to start trying to just level him to use a little more functional stuff. Like um, I have just millions of the max level crafting things, but like less so in the mid tier. So having him be anything except the absolute bottom of the barrel or the absolute pinnacle is kind of actually a pain because I just have less of those materials. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe I'll just power level him for a while. But I was like, that's boring. I don't really want to do that. But I came to the conclusion of, well, they had mentioned originally about clearing out some of your crap to help with load times. And I was like, well, maybe I should just make crap and sell it <laughs> just to a vendor. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute, I can do it on Guarani. <laughs> oh, my. But again, oh. I was like, well, what am I? I'll put on a movie or something. And I realized that I hadn't really sat back down and gotten back into the two novels, which I was enjoying. I was, you know, maybe a third of the way through the first one. And I was like, I wonder if these are on Audible. This is not an Audible advertisement, but <laughs> they're on Audible. Get them on Audible. They're awesome. <laughs> they're very well narrated. Um, and you can listen to it while playing ESO and doing surveys or whatever because i got Guar guarnier from level three uh to level 50 in provisioning while listening to one of the like chapters or whatever of like two or three of the chapters so i'm actually listening to the, the audiobook i just started from the beginning as kind of a refresher and i have been grinding him up the crafting ladder while listening to the audiobooks from audible it is, well, it what, is what? like the height of Elder Scrolls multitasking. <laughs> what were you listening to? I missed um, So the first book is called The Infernal City, which is the first of the two Elder Scrolls. Oh, um, you were listening yeah. to Elder Scrolls yeah. books? Yeah. Yes. It's just the two. Um, it's just the two. They're, so I the reviews seem kind of mixed. I started it. I was liking it. Um, I know a bunch of people. Oh, Swampy. Um, oh, actually, he just mentioned it. Oh, Swampy. Oh, he, <laughs> he was reading them. Casual was reading them, uh, reading them. I was liking it. And it's just, I just did not have time to sit and read. And then I was, I don't know what gave me this epiphany that I was like, <laughs> I wonder if there's an audio version. It's done yeah. very well. He does like kind of voices so you can tell who's who, which is kind of helpful. And I literally just zone out listening to the audiobooks. And I just, I hit square. That is literally the only thing I need to do. So I'm not even going <laughs> to screen. You want to talk about zoning out. Book and hitting square. I have no idea how long I was a level 50 craft. None. For, <laughs> for, 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 it was like, you have 8,000 like fishy sticks Fish or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, great, cool. And then I sold all that crap and got $8,000. So it's yeah. like double nice. win. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> Yeah, for anybody interested in the Elder Scrolls novel books, I can't really go into them too much without spoiling them. I'm also not completely mm -hmm. finished with it yet. Um, I recommend them. I like them quite a bit, and the audio version is very well narrated. I like it quite a bit. So kind of a uh, double recommendation on that. <laughs> um, let's see. The only other thing of note, I would guess I would say, I mean, I've been playing a just because I haven't had time to sit and play as much other than like literally what I said I was doing. But um, 
again, me winning, you know, winning a game, losing a game, winning a game, losing a game, the most thrilling thing to listen to. So uh, <laughs> I was playing Legends, moving on, because uh, I'm not good. I actually installed Legends on my work tablet, so... Nice. We can awesome. we, we should challenge one time. Yes, we should have a duel. <clears throat> actually, I, we should stream a duel between the two of oh. us. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that, that could work. Yeah, yep, if you need, weekend. I'll, I'll duel some of you too. Hell, yeah, now, oh, let's see, now we're talking. I like this. Tales of Tamriel <laughs> Elder Scrolls Legends Tournament. Yep. yep. Where Nate comes in and cleans the floor with all of us. <laughs> 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 he just 1v4. Yeah. Oh, well, um, let's see if we can organize this. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll, that'd we'll be kind of nice. Right, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, the only other thing I did, which I was super close to last time when I came to the realization that... Um, that collector's edition that I won from T and Crumpet's stream of the Somerset book, where it shows you all the Sigic uh, time rifts, uh, makes it really yeah. easy to go through that quest line. <laughs> I was going to tell you that, but I thought you were doing it for like the experience. And I was like, he probably hasn't thought about no, just Googling just where dumb. they're all at. Um, <laughs> I, I started to Google them because I was like, <laughs> and then I realized I was like, I don't need to Google detailed yeah. map right in front of me i'm an idiot um so i did the last two areas that quest did end how i thought it would end i won't actually give it away yeah. it is awesome do the sigic order quest line if you have somerset super cool and it's the so augur the obs obscure that is like the greatest character ever He's so funny <laughs> he is and you get his happy little skull for your house uh, yes yep Yep. He's in my little mage's quarters yeah. in the upstairs yes. warehouse. And I always click it. Mm -hmm. So absolutely love that. I, the quest design didn't really do it for me. I didn't, like I had said, didn't mind it once or twice. It just got too long. But the story to it itself I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. I agree. And that would be, uh, that. that's pretty much all I've managed to accomplish over the past week. Oh, well, that was still... Lot more than I did, actually. I mean, in terms of overall stuff, I do. I hit <laughs> Ratstone because I'm on PC. And yeah, ah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So this well, is where we drop the call, Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> and now, we're, oh, we can't even make him. No, no, nope. no. Nope. Squandered. Nope. Oh God. <laughs> Why do you think I didn't do cameras this week <laughs> so that you couldn't mess it up? Oh no, he's thinking too far in advance uh, because of our. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Well, Promethean, what about you? What have you done this week? I, so this is a combination of the past two weeks since I wasn't able to make it last week. Um, I actually don't know when this was. I ran that Cradle of Shadows and finally got my No Death run on it and equipped the skin. I switched over to my healer. I was <laughs> The running joke is that I don't like to wear shirts on my characters because my healer is always shirtless. I like pick one of the ones that has like the least amount of clothing. Right. I, it's just been a thing <laughs> now. Yeah, it's just it's now the joke of my healer. <laughs> um, and I equipped the spider kit skin and realized how awful it is and how much I never wish I spent all of the time. <laughs> I was like, this is like it was cool. I, I enjoyed the challenge of it. And Cradle Shadows to get those achievements is, is really not that bad. It's one of, in my opinion, one of the easier ones compared to some of the other ones so it's not bad at all but i equipped it and was like this was a waste of my time it is hideous and i <laughs> cannot wear it at all i was like this is cool 
So that's kind of disappointing. I'm now working on trying to get other ones to see what else I can do. And then the other night, we j- I went into Craglorn, as I do when events aren't running, um, along with my Merkmeyer dailies. That's kind of what I fall into if there's no event going on to kill the time. I, I actually ran some dungeons, a pug dungeon. I pulled into a city of Ash 2 because I needed a Slayer achievement uh, for the Flame Colossi, which there's like three of per yep. dungeon run. And it's I think there's literally be- three. And the bad part is, is when you pug it, everybody skips them. So you actually only get one. So it's a good time. But we ended up running a bunch of dungeons. And I I can't remember the guys. They were really cool, um, super great guys on PS4. And we ended up doing a couple Moon Hunter runs to help farm some gear out for the one guy. And it was just so that was a fun afternoon when I didn't have class. And then, for those of you who follow the Tales of Tamriel Twitter, I got the Skyrim boxed vinyl edition. Oh, that's so that that is so good. Yeah, that looks is, so awesome. It is amazing. Unfortunately, I don't have my own record player, so tomorrow my friend is coming over with his, and I'm going to use it to play it and listen to it. Because like the nice, Sky, the soundtracks for the single player games are some of my favorite. And I am like beyond excited to open this and like put it on there and just listen to it. Oh, I am very excited. But it is the most beautiful artwork on the, uh, I don't know, if, like the album or the, I guess I don't know what you really call it. The thing that holds my uh, vinyls, the thing that holds <laughs> my discs is it's got some the, amazing artwork on it. Yeah, the I post- sleeve, I guess. I don't know what it's. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no term would be. <laughs> and then. The one, so there's four discs with it, and the the final one, it only has um, music on the one side, so the other side has the Imperial Dragon on it, which is really cool. So there's some pictures and- up. Uh, they're not the best because my phone camera quality is not the best, but the, it's amazing. Uh, I, I'm super happy with it. I'm still <laughs> waiting on my lithograph, though. The elsewhere one, I received literally no information about it. And yeah. It was supposed to be ready to ship in February. <laughs> and mm. I'm so I don't know. I put out like a feeler to see if anybody else ordered it, and nobody really answered me. So if anybody has ordered it and has heard anything, you know, please let me know because I've got a spot for it on my wall yeah. ready to go. So, uh, but those are my tales for the most part. I haven't been in game a whole lot. It's midterms right now, so. Oh well, good. Yeah, that. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That explains it. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, um, in that case, Lotus, you have one more section to cover before we wrap he... up the show. Yes. So he's actually in chat right now. <laughs> but uh, for anyone who doesn't know, benevolent Bode, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I've actually never I said Bode. Yeah, I know. That was yeah, how I originally said it. But, but then I realized with the way that it was positioned, I was like, I feel like that's yeah. intentionally like that. So After oh. looking at it on the notes, I've reconsidered. That's kind of the thing. At first, I was like, Bodhi. There okay, we go, fantastic. Bodhi. I, yeah. So my reinterpretationing of it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So I was yeah. wrong at first. Um <laughs> I love that site. Love that yeah. site. <laughs> well, ironically enough, Benevolent, so do we, and that's why you get to be our shout-out after I was talking to you. 
So um, for anybody who doesn't know, Benevolent runs a site at benevolentboed.ca, and he has all sorts of guides and references. Um, I really can't recommend it enough uh, for the the big things that I like the most for it. And actually, it was funny when we were when we were chatting. So <laughs> he mentioned some of the parts that he's like, "Oh, well, these these usually didn't be the most popular." Well, those are also the parts I use the most, ironically. Um, is if you want to know what's in the golden vendor each week that comes to Cyrodiil, um, he will always post. He does use it on Twitter as well. He's the same on Twitter. Um, so he does post updates there, but he will show you what the inventory is of the golden vendor, which is super useful because it can save you a trip from having to trudge in there, go through all its crap, see what it is. But you can mainly it used to be for monster helms. They're not as hard as they used to be, but some of the furnishing stuff is really cool and you can just check out to see whether it's worth your time to go in um, the other thing, which I think is the most useful and may or may not be largely my reference guide for when, when I try to keep track of stuff, is his ESO calendar. Um, yeah. It's pretty much just a working calendar of anything happening in ESO. So you ever have questions? Again, benevolentbody.ca. Just go there and you're curious when an event starts, when an event ends, all that stuff. Check that calendar out. It is super, super useful. Um, but other than those two major points on it, there is a lot of information on there. He's got, I mean, I actually believe I used your <laughs> fishing guide originally, yeah, um, your I've maps. Used, yep, I was, I saying. believe that's actually where I got my original mapping from. Uh, lots of just useful, useful information and a reference chart for most things. So, um, for any of your needs like that, Ritz stuff like that, crafting stations. The master Ritz for alchemy, which are just an absolute pain because I don't want to match them. They are all there and it consistently pulled up on my laptop because Mm -hmm. it is so simple. (laughs) Yep, you can finish those so quickly without needing to read through Through chemical properties. It's yeah, it's super fantastic and can save you a ton of time. Yeah. So if you haven't already, please feel free to check out Benevolent Bodhi on Twitter. That's the exact same, you know, name. Yep. And his actual website at benevolentbodhi.ca. There you go. And also, by the way, congratulations to Von Jamestein, because apparently today is his 14-year marriage anniversary, and he is with us in chat. So oh, that's so much. awesome! Dude. That also explains why he's drunk. Congrats, fourteen! <laughs> Good yeah, lord! Congratulations! You've been married twice as long as I've known my wife. <laughs> that's almost my whole life. That's, that is awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, well, I suppose our compact, short podcast ended up again hour and a half. Yeah, we're, we're not <laughs> good at. Not no. being rambly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, guess, I guess that's... Uh, yeah. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I think people like it. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, I suppose. So. Yeah. It, well, it devolved into more news at the start than I expected. Yes. Plus I did, our yeah. incoherent yeah. ramblings when we get off track. Yep. Yeah. Fire alarm and all. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely going to become a thing. Even, uh, oh, yeah. The rails off yeah. Tommy L. All right, well, uh, I'm slowly going to do the outro this time. 
this time. Not gonna rush through it. You can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to our all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show as well as consider leaving us a 5-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words... And sometimes it matters. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you next time. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. Good night, folks. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel and the heart was heard to shout Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end